Let the record show Joey did not show up on time. Joey did not show up on time. What are you talking about? Bro, it's been a while since we've been on the air, man. I forgot the process. You got to log into multiple accounts. There are passwords involved. Give me a fucking break, bro. 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 You literally, all you have to do is show up and click a button, and you clicked the wrong button. No, 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 no. Hey, don't bullshit me. There are multiple buttons. There's multiple URLs and links, multiple sets of credentials, multiple platforms. There's hardware involved. There's microphones, headphones, which I couldn't find. I'm going right off my laptop speakers. There's a lot going on here, bro. There's a lot going on. Whatever you say. Good to talk to you, my friend. I haven't talked to you in a long time. (laughs) I know, man. It's been a long time. A long-ass time. You know, life has been happening. You know, life just suddenly just shows up, and you got to deal with it in numerous ways, you know. But life cannot stop us. That's one thing that I know. And here we are about to talk about a banger pay-per-view. We got a lot going for us. We do. We do. What are you drinking? Uh, You're going to make fun of me. Pretty sure you're going to make fun of me. Are you drinking Heineken's? No, I am drinking port wine. (laughs) See, I can't. I don't think I can make fun of that. I don't (laughs) think I can make fun of that. Good. I thought you were going to tear into me, bro. I I want to, but I kind of respect it. (laughs) Took a lot of courage for me to muster that up, man. I thought you were going to tear into me. Look, dude, sometimes... Uh, so I found myself last week in the Lisbon uh, airport. And when you're in duty free, right? When in Rome, when in Portugal, you buy duty free port. is nothing. What do you mean it's nothing? What does that mean? It's nothing. It's not real. It's fake. I don't understand what that means. What have do you mean? Se- it's nothing. Have you not seen that Seinfeld episode where they talk about duty free and they're like duty's nothing? It's made up. It's fake. Uh, it's you know, I was never a huge Seinfeld guy, so I got nothing for you. I know I don't like you. I know I didn't. Yeah, like you. yeah. I, I don't like you either. But I'm drinking port wine, man. What do you got going on? Um, I think it's called a rye three whiskey. I, I don't know. It's a blend. It's a cask strength Madeira cask finish. Yeah, I don't know. It's pretty good. Oh wow, wow. So is it, it's a it's a a blend? You said it is. It is a blend. It is a blend. Hmm. I'm, yeah. I'm very into it. Rye is uh. Rye is nice, actually. So if you get a blend going on, it takes some of the bite away, which, you know, I, I tend to like the bite, to be brutally honest with you, but to each his own. I agree. I agree. Or to each her own. Let's be inclusive here. To each their own. Comment there. <laughs> you really don't have your headphones. I'm starting to hear myself in the background here. Oh, no. Oh, no. I don't, man. I, I, I fucking lost them. We're going to have to. We're gonna, I'm going gonna to turn you down on the laptop, bro. I'm going to turn you down. Can turn me down. You can't just turn me off. All right. Um, on tap tonight, we're gonna we have a couple of recaps here. It's been a while, so a little bit of recaps. Mm-hmm. Uh, break down UFC 290, which I think is a banger of a card. Oh yeah. Uh, you got a little parlay cooking. I did. I did. You send me a <laughs> screenshot so that that's on a slide deck here. Uh, and we got some breaking news. Got some breaking news for the brand. Oh. Okay. Okay. Um, last thing, got a little picture of a train there. We we got to do better. We got to do better. <laughs> All right. Our last show was on May 11th. Oh shit! Really? That's that's almost two months. Wow! That's, that's almost two months. All right, all right. It's okay. That's uh, it's not allowed, not acceptable. So uh, we got we got to be better. Let's get back on this train. Let's keep things going here. But we're, we got to be better. All right, be better. Be better. Be better. Love it. Be better. All right. So lots to recap. Lots to recap. Um, if you want to recap the CES event we went to, because I fucking blacked out and don't really remember much of it. So you, you can, you can recap that if you would like, sir. <laughs> well, I mean, the seats were fantastic. However, the arena, I was not a huge fan of that JB. I mean, it's, it was kind of like the planetarium, uh, where, I mean, the, the seats just kept going up and up and up. It was a circle. If I recall the arena itself, um, so when you when you decide to sit front row, there's you know there's not a bad seat in the house because the row behind you is elevated, you know, about a foot or two above you. So there's no chance of blockage. And I think the uh, you know the octagon itself was raised fucking six feet. So if anything, I'd say the front row seats probably a disadvantage. Not that it mattered much to you, my friend. If I recall, you took multiple diggers. Uh, while getting up to get what was probably, I don't know, your eighth or ninth whiskey, which I don't know why you switched to whiskey, man. I have no idea why you did that. But you paid the price, and I saw you uh, octagon side, let's just say, face down. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
Yeah, I, I, you know, I don't even know what to say to that. Um, I mean, yeah, I'm not, I'm not exaggerating. Really. Multiple diggers, I don't remember. I remember falling once, and I remember falling hard. Like, it was like, uh, I think my knee gave out, obviously, because of the cocktails. So here's my rationale. I We were doing the beers, and then I was like, I can't. I'm going to have to piss all night if I keep drinking beers like this. <laughs> so I decided I'll switch to Jameson and Ginger's, and that'll slow me down. Did I don't know slow how. you down <laughs> thinking I would drink less. So then I'd have to piss less. Cause I don't know if the bathroom situation was not ideal there. Like I left to go yeah. to piss and you're gone for like 15 minutes. You miss like half a fight. Yeah. I thought true. that would slow me down, but you know, I've been on this earth for 35 plus years. I should know better now that that's not going to slow me down. It's just going to make the process worse. So yeah, I, I look, you're better than that, bro. You're better than that. But look, I mean, um, it was it was okay. The event itself was okay. The fights were okay. I think if there's one thing I learned, uh, I learned during the main event, and I learned that uh, William Knight belongs in the regional scene. You know, um, he has a very impressive uh, physical, uh, you know, let's just say physique, which I think um, gets him some attention, and is ultimately why he you know got to the UFC. I believe underwhelming performances uh, in the UFC. And then when you see him on the regional scene losing like he did, I think it's clear that, you know, that's this is where he belongs. Um, you know, that that's the biggest thing that I learned. Okay event. Um, but I don't know, man. What, you have to remember something. What do, what do what'd you think of it? No, so the, here's what's funny is I definitely blacked out because um, the, the funniest thing was Joey sends me a text the next morning or sends this group text to the group and he's like, uh, Glover Teixeira and Alex Pereira were there coaching one of the oh, fighters right. and you just saw the picture of it. And I'm like, I don't fucking remember this at all. And you're like, <laughs> GB had one eye open for it, but managed just so Glover. Yeah, dude, <laughs> you didn't say anything for like a three hour period. And then when Glover and Alex Pereira are in the octagon because they were looking after one of their fighters and they they live in Connecticut, which was, you know, not too far away. Glover was walking right in front of us because we were front row. And all of a sudden, after three hours of silence, I just hear this dinosaur prehistoric <laughs> scream. Glover! <laughs> Glover, he was probably horrified, but he turned his head. He looked at you and he cracked. A, I saw the corner of his mouth go up. He cracked a little smile. He smiled, man. I saw it. I saw it. So I don't I don't remember that. Um but I do remember the main card. So I think I think I eventually uh, stopped drinking or I was told to stop drinking. Um, so I do remember the main card and just being. You did rally. Yeah, you did rally. So unimpressed by William Knight. And I would go further. William Knight does not only just belong in the regional MMA scene. He belongs on the undercard in regional MMA. Like, yeah. He does not yeah, even no, deserve no, no, no. a main You're event. Right. You're right. That's There's no exaggeration there. You don't got to feel bad about saying that. We saw him in a main event. We've seen a good amount of regional scene main events, right? That's when you see the UFC worthy up and coming talent who are, you know, going places. That's not what we saw from William Knight, man. It was kind of sad to be honest, wasn't it? It was. It was. It was. Yeah. But overall, um, it was it was all right. It was all right. Was it excellent? No, but it was a good event. But what's sad is I think that's the last time we actually hung out in person. Holy shit. Yeah, you, uh, is that true? I believe so. I believe so. Right. Because well, this is I'm feeling healthy. I'm feeling good. My spirits are up. So there are benefits to that as well. Yeah, fuck off. Um, so I went to Combat FC uh, as a solo member of Boston Brews Bats. Brought a couple other buddies to their the scene there. Um, front row seats, uh, actually right where the fighters walk into the octagon. So it was, was a different experience. Um, oh, nice. I'm going to nice. put Combat FC ahead of CES uh, at the current moment. I think the fights they put on are better. And the fact that it's a, you know, 15 to 20 minute drive from my house as opposed to a half hour, hour plus also mm -hmm. is a little benefit. Um, mm -hmm. That being said, some highlights from the night because I did not get blacked out at Combat FC. Um, way, why not? Why not? Why not? What's up with that? The beer lines. You know the beer lines. That's the one. The one thing about Combat oh, FC yeah. is the beer lines are not ideal. Uh, they That's they, they got to figure it out. But it's at the Shriners Auditorium. So what what do you want from them? Is really the yeah, yeah, that's a good that's a good point. All right, makes sense. Um, but where I was sitting, apparently the uh, promoter uh, Joe Cav, uh, his mother was sitting right behind me. So he came down came down and uh, you know had a little chat with your boy. I may have been rocking some Boston Brews bets gear. And he said, oh, you, you do work for those guys? And I said, Joe, I am one of those guys. And who the fuck do you think we're doing work for? Exactly. 
Exactly. Nice response, um, man. He's awesome, though, man. He's good shit. Sat down, talked to me for a little bit, talked about you know how he's going to have the event there over and over and over again. They have another event coming up September 15th. I will not be able to go, unfortunately, but I do encourage those in the area to attend. Um, some benefits of this fight. The Randy Costa fought. Oh, of the Randy Costa. And dominated in a first round finish. Dominated. <laughs> um, Joe Lozon was there as a coach. Coach two fighters. Uh, gave him the big, yeah. hey, Joe, 2-0. Oh, gave me a fist bump. Said, what's up? So big, big shout out to Joe Lozon there. Nice. Nice. Um, Nathan Garab won the Combat FC title. Um, not sure okay. what that means, but he is a believe New England cartel guy. Um, so he's legit. All right. He's legit. He's out there with you know the Rob Fonts of the world and those guys. So Calvin Caters, he's he's legit, and I think he could get his call to the UFC anytime. Um, yeah, they may, they're making some noise, man, in the regional scene, New England anyway. The, the, the cartel, it's, it seems like they're uh, they got some nice up and coming talent. It's good to see Cater in font you know being there for the younger guys because admittedly it's cool because it's you know where we grew up the the places that you know we visit and all that but there is some actual talent there at least there seems to be in the regional scene so that's pretty cool yeah. um and last thing and this is where i miss joey there was a olympic i think I believe he was a silver medalist maybe a bronze medalist there his name was Bakazad Abdulmanov. Now that is oh, it's just the uh, wrestler, right? Yeah, and I don't know if it was a setup match or this guy is just that good, but it was. He got him down in the first five seconds, and then just proceeded to like wrestle this guy to death until he submitted him. Um, <laughs> this guy is going to be a problem if he if he gets it together. In my opinion, he literally goes, "Yeah, I want to get into a bunch of MMA fights as I can, but then I got to train for the Olympics again." So he's doing this while still training for the next Olympics, which is just insane to me. Dude, that's that doesn't make sense to me. How are you gonna? All right, look, hey, maybe he's maybe he's just on that level, bro, and I just can't relate to it. Hey, uh, Combat FC, huge fan. Check it out. I'm gonna put them a number one, number one at New England MMA right now. CES like yes, number two. Um, how about the Travelers Championship on here? I know you don't go. I do go with a group of guys. It's in Connecticut. Yeah, good time. You like golf. Go to the championship club, you know, sit above the 18th, get some free drinks. It's, it's a good time. It's a good time. It's all, it's all hey, I saw something. I don't know if it was an Instagram post or whatever the fuck it was, but it was making fun of like watching golf in person. Like it's it's like it's not good. It, it, that was the whole gist of the the meme that I saw. Is there truth to that? Um, Yes and no. So as you know, I have a I have a complex about having the best seats of where I can for the money I can afford. So you, you get yes. to the championship club, which means you get an air-conditioned area, private bathrooms, all you can drink, all you can eat, elevated seats. It's perfect. You watch what you want. You go in, you drink. It's more of like you see friends. Again, I've seen people that live in Connecticut. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's more of a social thing than anything else. I don't get the people that go to multiple day golf events. I, I would get bored of that. It is not the same as watching on yeah. TV where you can do other things. Right, 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 right. Okay. That yeah, makes sense. So, yeah. Once in a while, great time. If you do it regularly, that's fucking weird. Weird. Agreed. Agreed. Um, and last right. thing, Treehouse in Tuxbury. I guess they're calling it the Treehouse Greater oh, yeah. Boston, I think is what they're actually technically calling it. Um, the inside is finally open. Checked it out uh, over the 4th of July. Looks nice, man. Fucking amazing inside. Amazing beer selection. Like, I, they, these, this company is just pumping out absurd beers now. I had some sort of peach test one they were doing that literally, like, made my mouth water. It was just absurd. <laughs> um, and it was packed. This place is going to do great business. And then the next day, they announced golf is available for reservation online. You book your tee time online, oh. go there, golf, nice nine holes, and then go in, get your beer, and then get some to-go beer. It, this place is going to be very successful there, and my only hope is that it is not as much of a zoo as it was over the holiday weekend because it was it was a little jam-packed in there, I'm not going to lie, but still still good experience. How, how was the parking? Uh, drove around twice. Okay. All right. So. Well, you know, to me, man, look, I'm, I think it's I think it's cool. I'm happy to see it come to life and people be there and all that. But like for me, it's kind of weird. You have what was a high end. I've been there many times. A high end like wedding uh, venue turn into a beer hall like it looks sick. Uh, but I just the one thing that doesn't make sense to me is the golf course. I don't know. I Like you can't. There's no way that Treehouse wanted anything to do with the golf course. There's no way that they wanted that in the sale. It makes no sense. 
Um, I think they do because I think it's a it's a niche thing. I think they think it's cool that they have a nine. Again, it's a nine hole golf course, right? It's not an eighteen hole golf course. It was in theory a public golf course before that, so it wasn't anything um, too crazy in my opinion. But I think what they really like about it is now they can sell Treehouse Golf merch. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, I mean, look that that part's cool, right? But like, unless you outsource the whole operation from the greenskeepers to all the shit involved with maintaining. A golf course because you got to fix it. Treehouse, they're not in that business, bro. They make beers, you know. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I, I don't know. It was kind of an odd move, but I'd imagine that they just outsourced the management of the whole thing. I would imagine so. And literally, like it didn't start again. I think the they've had to go for almost over a year now. I think I think they had an outdoor patio open for the last six months or so. Um, yeah. The inside just recently opened up as early as I think in two weeks. And then literally golf opened up this week. So it definitely was not a smooth process i would say yeah yeah yeah. but hey it looks nice man it looks nice it's very close it's very close um all right Volk versus rodriguez (laughs) very excited about this card but let's make a promise to each other here okay what's that what's that if we don't have a take because it's a prelim garbage fight we're gonna just say pass and leave it at that Oh, I'm prepared to do that, bro. Okay. I, I, I've, I've looked at some of these prelim fights. I am prepared to do that for sure. Because there's probably four or five fights that I actually want to talk about and everything else is like, I'm going to watch it, but I really don't care. Yeah, maybe six. Maybe six fights. Top seven. But everything See what else. He did there. I said five. He's going to taunt me with the six and seven. See what he did there. Yeah. Well, hey, look, look. I mean, come on. I am just uh, always above you. I'm always topping you. You should know that by now. So not true. But kick us off, sir. <laughs> kick us off. Anything here? All right, so first up, we got Kamuela Kirk versus Esteban Ribovitz, and this is one that I don't want to spend much time fighting. All of them are, 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 you know, talking about, but I'm going to say, Kamuela Kirk, in your UFC debut, if you beat Mr. Finland in your first fight in the UFC by unanimous decision, that's saying something, bro. Now, look, Mr. Finland is a complete douche. Uh, but he's got slick. He's got slick ground game, man. He's, he, you know, so you got to respect that. So to make a, deb- a debut against Mr. Finland and beat him, I do like that. Now you go out and get submitted by Damon Jackson in your next fight. Eh, I think this is going to be a fun fight because Esteban throws from what I've seen. So I'm going to sit back, watch it. No need to get crazy here on the first fight in the early prelings. You know what I mean? I'm going to do you one better. I'm just going to say pass pass dude pass it's the right thing to do yeah and this is this is another one man it, it look it, i'm passing on this something in me says dog of pass at plus 125 and shannon ross so if you have a gun in my head i will say fine roll the dice and shannon ross but i don't have a take on this one man no take uh i do not either debating putting jesus or is it actually jesus how do you say it is it jesus or jesus hey jesus hey um Jesus might be in one of those, like, you know, lotto ticket, let's pick every fight. Has Jesus would be my pick here, but again, I'm not doing anything serious. Hey, he's got the pride of Mexico on his back, bro. That's wise. Yep. That's wise. Yep. All right. Well, next up, here we go. Cameron Simon, the South African. I'm a fan of this dude, but look, you come in as a favorite at minus 540 fucking A. I think he came in at minus 400, and the line has just been blown up. And then we got Terrence Mitchell. So Terrence Mitchell, I'm sure you've heard by now, JB. Uh, he trains with the Alaska regional scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, like, obviously, they, they don't have the best reputation of producing top-notch fighters over there. That's fine. But, look, going against Cameron Simon, the dude, the kid, is legit at 22 years of age. When I last checked now, if we're going to talk about how do you bet this motherfucker, how do you do it? I think he's at minus 600 right now on DraftKings, to be honest. So, if you take Cameron Simon by finish – which I believe you're going to see in the first to second round. I do – call me crazy. You might even get plus money. Call me crazy for a first-round finish by Cameron Simon. I think you get plus 100 or something like that. Might be worth rolling the dice on that because this kid is – I'm a fan of this kid. I am. Now, rounds one or two, I think you get down to minus 215. But, look – I think this fight is not going the distance. I think Cameron Simon is too good. Boxing is too slick. I think he's knocking Terrence Mitchell the fuck out in the first or second round. So if anything, JB, I'm thinking that fight parlay, Cameron Simon in rounds one or two at minus 215 to parlay with that was something sweet, man. Because I tell you, 
It's a lot of big favorites on this card, but I'm comfortable with that. Rounds one or two, Terrence Mitchell is out of there. I don't hate it. Um, to do him to win in... Uh, yeah, I'm not going to overanalyze this. To win in under one and a half, you'd get it down to minus 165. Yeah. Uh, okay, okay. That's significantly better than I think. I think uh, rounds one or two is minus two fifteen. But I'm just, I'm just not. I'm not going to get greedy, man. We've been greedy before. You know what I mean? I throw a sprinkle on the KO round one. It's only plus one ten, but throw a sprinkle on it. Why not? That's what I'm saying. That, I look. I, I like it. I like it a lot. And he's going to be looking to make a statement, bro. Warming things up for his boy Drikus later on. You know what I mean? So give me Simon rounds one or two. Maybe sprinkle on one by KO. We'll see what happens. All right. I had no pick, but I'll, I'll get behind that now. Love it. Love it. All right. What's next? We got minus 230 Vitor Petrino versus the pride of Poland. Not Jan Blakovic, Marcin Prakniao. Now, Prakniao, he's he's getting old, man. And I don't think he's good at all. I really don't. I really do not. I'm going to try and hold back from this. I think my pick is Vitor for sure. Uh, I just don't know if I'm going to bet him at the moment because minus 230, meh, it's not good enough to take straight up. So you get ballsy enough to parlay him. I, I don't know, but I think Prakniao is going down. That's what I think, JB. That's my feeling, but I haven't finalized the plan yet. Do you have some obsession with Petrino? Or am I making that up? Did you meet him in your international fight week? No, 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 no. No obsession. No interest, really. Oh. No. I don't, know who, I don't know who you're thinking yeah, of, but it's know. not uh, Petrino. Um, I'm leaning for Petrino. I agree with you on Marcin. Again, his last one was against William Knight. Do we need to say anything else? Oh, God. Um, you know, I do look. He did beat Roundtree back in 21. He did beat Ike Villanueva in 21. But then he lost someone by, like, Sam Alvey in 2018. So, yeah, no way. Uh, I think Petrino is the play. Minus 230. No, thank you. I don't like this fight enough. But Petrino in a parlay for me. Yeah, like it. Like it. Don't hate it. All right, talk about uh, massive favorites here. We got Tatsuro Tyra at minus 1050 against Edgar Chaydez at plus 700. Um, I just, I just, I, I don't know how you bet this, JB. I don't, I don't know how you bet this. Obviously, you're not taking Tatsuro money line. I don't know what he looks like by finish, but something, I don't know. I, something tells me no. Something tells me stay the fuck away from this. Maybe it's because Tatsuro's 23 and hasn't, uh, you know, proven himself really enough with just three fights in the UFC. I, I, I don't know. I Something tells me stay away, bro. You know, you got Edgar Chavez, another guy, hungry Mexican, man. He's going to have the crowd behind him. Something tells me stay the fuck away. I don't know. What do you think? Um, Yeah, I did look at, uh, which is, how do you say his name? Tatsuro. Is that how you fucking say it? Yeah, Tatsuro. Tatsuro. Uh, him by KO was plus 500. Okay. But then you look, he's mostly a submission specialist, and that's at minus 225. So yeah. there's not a lot there. Um, the only thing I'm thinking here is potentially under one and a half is only minus 140. So I might put that in a parlay oh, piece. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. That might not be a bad spot. Yeah. Fight does not go to decision was to... I have no idea where it went. This is great audio right now. I, I think I like, uh, what did you say? Under, under one and a half? Yeah. That's not bad, bro. That's not bad. Fight to, fight right, to start fight maybe. to start round three, no, is minus 225. Again. Hey, I think that's I think that's the one. I think that's the one. I mean, look, I'm probably going to stay away from this. I'm not going to lie. This is a lot of action on this card, man. I'm not just going to force myself in, into these situations with minus 1050 favorites for fuck's sake i like it i like it we're being smart we're gonna be smart here you know what i mean we're learning we're learning bro speaking of learning next up we got jimmy the brute crude versus alonzo menafield and bro i'm on the menafield train i've been on the menafield train for a while man and the last time these guys fought i think menafield should have put them out of there i really do there was some shenanigans involved and i truly believe that the ufc wants to make jimmy crude something i do believe that uh, but I'm telling you what, Alonzo has been on the rise, man. I remember when I, kind of I looked at Alonzo Menafield and William Knight, like kind of in the same light, like these both like, you know, physical specimens. And like I, I kind of looked at them as equals. But, man, there's a clear difference between those two motherfuckers. And Menafield, is, I, man, he's been he's been on a tear lately. The guy's serious. 
And I know he's not a young buck anymore, but man, the dude, he he's dangerous. And Jimmy Crude, I feel like he's just overhyped, man. I do. I do. I feel like the UFC wants him to be something he's not. I'm not saying he's horrible. I'm not going to shit talk. I, I mean, he's good. He's a, he's a good wrestler. He's he's a good fighter, man. I don't hate him. I'm just on the Menafield train, man. And I think Menafield's going to be pissed off about how that last fight went with a draw when he knew that he won the fight. So I think he's coming out with a vengeance, man. I think he's got it by KO. Okay. Um, I don't hate it. I like the Menafield by KO pick. I don't know if I'll follow it. What I'm probably going to sprinkle is the fight to go the distance, just because it did last time. Um, that's currently a plus 275. And then a little sprinkle on the... Plus, well, plus 275 yeah. to go the distance, really? Yeah. It's a damn good price. Yeah. And then uh, All right. throw, throw a little sprinkle on the draw again. Plus 5,000. Throw a little sprinkle on it. Uh, <laughs> you son of Happened a bitch. Happened last time, man. Happened last time. All right. little sprinkle. All right. Might as well. A little sprinkle. A little sprinkle. If Jimmy Crew wins, man, it's going to be by decision, I believe. I believe. So I do like that fight goes distance. We'll see. We'll see. Hmm. All right. What do we get next? Oh, we got Yasmin Yarugi versus Denise Gomes. Um, hard pass. I'm not going to force myself into a conversation about women's MMA on a card like this. I'm not going to do it. Um, Yasmin, Yasmin, however you say it, is a parlay parlay piece for me. Mexican fighter, um, ten and zero. I think mostly by KO, if I remember looking at her topology uh, page correctly. So I'm going to try to probably take her to parlay, and I might sprinkle her to finish inside the distance. Yeah, I guess the sprinkle inside the distance might be interesting because I, you know, I it, it could happen. I don't think you know Denise Gomes is a real fighter. I think she's just there. Yeah, look, it might happen, but look, I think uh, she's Yasmin is minus four hundred, minus four ten or something on DraftKings right now. And I'm sorry, man. Like once it gets like that, I I, I, I can't do anything with it. So that inside the distance, tempting, but I mean, is that is that even plus money, JP? Uh, by KO is plus one seventy five. Plus 175. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Maybe. 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 That's actually not bad. That's intriguing. I got to sleep on that. All right. You sleep on that. You sleep on that. All right. Let's move on. Oh, what a tragedy. Jack Della Maddalena versus not Kevin Holland, which would have been a fucking awesome fight, dude. And now you got Josiah Harrell. And I don't. Uh, Harrell's going to get destroyed. I can say that with with absolute confidence. There's nobody that you could bring in from the regional scene. Nobody that's going to beat a surging, surging, soon-to-be contender in Jack Della Maddalena. I truly believe that. I wholeheartedly believe that. Like, <laughs> like this Jack is hot, man, dude. This guy is going right to the top five. I, I, I believe that, man. I really do. So who the fuck are you going to find on short notice from the regional scene to make this a fight? Nobody, certainly not Josiah Harrell, a.k.a. the Muscle Hamster is his nickname. I'm sorry. Get the fuck out of here. Enjoy your time in the limelight, Josiah. You get knocked out and uh, you can't bet it with a favor like that. Yeah. What are you what are you going to do, JB? Uh, you know, I'm not that high on Jack Delameda, but this is I'm not I'm not going to I'm not going to touch this fight. Um, You're not that high on him. You're not so I'm not. Him. I just who is he beaten? Uh, his last fight was, um, who did he just fight? It was Randy Brown. Randy Brown's no slouch, dude. He fucking choked him out. You know, I, I, the way he's winning, man, is super, super impressive. He's had four fights in the UFC and he's finished all of them. Three knockouts, one sub. I, I, dude, I, I think he's, uh, I think he's heading high up in the rankings. That's what I think, man. All right. Uh, I'll agree to disagree, but I think the overall is we're not touching this fight at minus 950. Yeah, true, true, true. All right. Oh, this next one. The end. The end of an era. The end of an era. I know, bro. This is so, it's so weird to even say. It's so weird to even say we're going to see Robbie Lawler on a pay-per-view card immediately go to the Hall of Fame and retire. It's, it's, It's wild. It really is. Uh, from a betting standpoint, what the fuck do you do, man? This is one of those situations where 
Your emotions are screaming to take Robbie at plus 200. Oh, the story. Oh, it would just be too perfect. Oh, Nico Price isn't even that good, which is true. But reality is Robbie Lawler at 41. What can you possibly expect from him? You know, realistically, story and the bullshit and the emotions aside, right? It's one thing I love about the UFC, man. The stories and all that fucking drama. None of it means anything once you get in the cage. So, I just don't know how you take the 41-year-old against Nico at 33, who's been, you know, active. I just, I don't know how you do it. I want to do it, but I, I got to leave this alone, man. I can't get involved in this. I don't know. Yeah. Um, Nico Price is a parlay for me, but I I don't yeah. really want to touch this. I want to root for Robbie. But again, you go back to, like, <laughs> he's 41 years old in his last win. Well, his last one was against Nick Diaz. <laughs> and then he lost to Brian Barbarena. I mean, I just. I know. Dude, hey, 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 hey. I'm just saying, if this goes the distance, bro, and it goes to the judges. Oh, they're going to pick him. Oh, they they have to because who the fuck is Nico Price, man? He has no career to be ruined. He has no title shot to be destroyed. He has no ascension to the rankings that will be you know, uh, kick to the curb. He's nothing. He's nobody. A decision for Lawler in the situation does nothing to Nico Price because Nico Price is not, he's not, he's never going to be something, you know? So if this goes the distance, bro, uh, it's, it's going to be Lawler's night. See, now you've just convinced me to take Robbie Lawler because here was my, uh, well, I'm just saying, when you say, when you say Nico as a parlay piece, Jesus Christ, I don't know. It's just, because I don't think, I don't, I don't think Nico can finish Robbie. That's my concern. I'm not going to take Nico inside the distance or anything like that or get cute because Robbie Lawler, I don't know if he's going to win this fight, but I also don't know if he's going to get finished. So, yeah. But now, again, yeah. you're, 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 you're right. Like, let's, there's been some questionable judging. The fans are going to want Robbie Lawler. Who knows what Dana White's going to be saying to the judges afterwards? Like, if it goes to decision and it's a close fight, it's got to go to Robbie. There's no question. Now, if Nico dominates him and pieces him off, then they can't do anything. But if it's one right. of those, again, Roman Day did not lose to Martin Vittori, but somehow oh, lost. So, you. like, I, anything's possible. So I might I might be on the Robbie train now. I, I don't know. I, I got to see what's going to happen here. All right. All right. I think me too. I, I'm not sure what I'm going to do with this. I kind of just want to enjoy it, but we'll see. All right. So we're going on to the main card here. We are live on the main card. This main card is a banger, actually. I, I'm looking forward to it. Besides the bullshit fucking first fight we got to talk about here, which is Bo Nickel versus some. Look, I'm just I'm just gonna say this. Did you see the uh, the press conference yet? I, I watched it like two hours ago. Uh, I saw the face offs. I didn't see the actual press conference. Got it. So Valentina Val Woodburn, man, is just happy to be yeah. there. He's a guy who just got called up last minute. He's wearing a, like, you know, 1970s jumpsuit, super, super, like, hey, look at me. Like, the dude is just happy to be in the spotlight, you know? And Bo is yeah, audibly just thankful that he took the fight. He's honestly not even talking shit. Bo is just basically like, I'm just glad you took the fight, bro, because <laughs> he knows he's going to kill him. He knows he's going to kill him. Now, I mean... Val is like, uh, he said something to the extent of, oh, yeah, it's going to be fun. Let's let's go to war, man. Let's go to war. And then Bo just looks at him and laughs. He's like, uh, well, I don't know about war, but uh, something's going to happen. <laughs> like, this is, this is going to be bad. But now, listen to me. I'm just saying, if you want to get crazy. Thank you. If, if you want to get crazy and say, all right, this Bo Nickel guy, uh, he could be something, man. His wrestling is super dangerous. Penn State all-star. The guys really look good on the ground. Nice submissions. Could be a contender someday. Let's just watch and see how he develops, okay? Much respect to Bo Nickel. However, if you go ahead and make an assumption that this guy is untouchable and he's just going to run through every fighter that they put in front of him, that's not a wise assumption to make. He's unproven, okay? So... When you got a guy like Val Woodburn, who's maybe had, I don't know, let's assume two weeks of training, three weeks of training. Let's just assume off the street, right? He's going to come out swinging. This guy is built like a brick fucking shithouse. And if you stack these two fighters up on the feet, I'm not going to favor Bo Nickel. 
Now, who knows how long it'll stay on the feet, but if it does stay on the feet for any length of time, and you're going to put a first-round KO for Val Woodburn at plus 3,500, there's only one way Val's going to win, and it's that. Why not, Sprinkle? Why not? You have to. Don't you? Love it. Love it. So uh, there's there's three sprinkle pieces for me. You, oh, you take, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> what do we got? What do we got? You take the plus 1,200 sprinkle just to if, – if you take the dog and he somehow ends up piecing Bo Nickel up and wins by decision, yeah, just right. take the plus 1,200. Okay. Take him, take him by straight up KO at plus 2,000. Oh, that's okay. nice. Okay. And okay. then you do to the sprinkle round one plus 3,500. Bo goes in there, head down, tries to take him down, just get clocked. Round one. Yep. Done. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, I, I like the 30, plus 3,500 round one KO. Val's coming after him. Val's coming after him. Val is not trying to get this to round two. No way. <laughs> no fucking way, man. I So, look, I like that. I like that. Maybe a little too heavy on the sprinkles for me, but I'm going to be in on that plus 3,500 round one KO. At these odds, why the fuck not? And it's a situation where the hype is way, way, way too much for Bo. I love him. But it's way too much, and these odds are fucking ridiculous. So why not? Let's let's roll the dice, see what happens. Only thing I'll say here is a parlay piece. Bo nickel to win by sub is only minus two twenty five. That's it. Yes. Oh, what? What? Oh, what's so what's him, him to win by KO is plus two hundred. To win by sub is minus two twenty five. To win by decision is plus nine hundred. Wow, I'm surprised by that sub prop. For really him am. to win by sub in round one is minus two twenty five. So I think you just take the minus. Uh, no, sorry, minus two hundred is the round one sub. Round one sub, but but straight up sub is is what two twenty five. Oh, hold on. So straight up sub minus two twenty five. Yes. Round one sub is minus two hundred. That doesn't make any fucking sense. Just all right. Well, whatever. Look, I don't mind that as a parlay. It's how he's been getting it done, right? More than likely, he's taking this motherfucker down and he's not getting up, right? More than likely. So I, I actually do like that sub prop, man. Throw that in with something else. I like it. But what am I missing? How? And I don't want to waste some more time on this fight, but minus $2,400 to win the fucking fight, but then you're only minus 225 at your best chance to win it? That doesn't make – I'm not going to lie. That makes no sense to me whatsoever. I can't believe I heard it from you. It uh, so, doesn't make any sense to me. That's going now, to be a strong parlay piece for me. Now, yeah, so so you know when the lines move, it's mostly on the money line, right? That's what you see move the most. A lot of sports books I've noticed don't they don't update all of their props consistently, um, especially the weird ones. Now, by sub, that's not a weird one; it's a common one. But when the lines move, I've noticed that the prop lines don't always move uh, lockstep with them. This is something I've noticed. Yeah, well. Definitely a lotto ticket. I think Bo wins, and I think if you're going to take Bo, take him by the sub. That's not a bad price. Take advantage. Love it. Love it. All right. Next up, Dan the Hangman. Hooker at plus 240 against Jalen Turner. I remember when Jalen Turner, this was like, I think it was like two months ago, man. He was at like minus 150. I swear to God, man. Minus 150, and I loved him. I shoved him into a parlay that lost, so I don't get to take advantage of it, but I, I like Jalen Turner, man. He's on the rise. Saw him training with Kamzat, uh, and I think he's, you know, he, he's well-served because his wrestling kind of sucks, uh, Jalen Turner. I think that's the only thing he's got to work on if he, he wants to make a serious run, right? But I like Jalen Turner, man. He's he's quick. He's powerful. He's explosive. And I just don't think Dan has anything over him but experience, you know? Dan, that's what he has. He has the octagon time. He's got the wars, but he's also got the damage. And I just, I like, I like Hooker. I, I want to see him do well, but I think this is a situation where he's going up against a guy in Jalen Turner that is just, the dude is going to make a serious run, I think. So what do I see happening here? Um, admittedly, Jalen Turner at minus 285. Ah, we're pushing it here. Um, but would I be okay parlaying him? Probably. Um, does Hooker get finished? Uh, probably. <laughs> I think he does. Is it by KO or sub? I don't know. So I take him by finish. But uh, I like Turner as a parlay piece in this situation because I just think uh, Dan Hooker's time is done. I think he's not making another run in his career. Jalen Turner is. And I don't know. Jalen Turner by finish. That's what I'm thinking. 
Yep. So I think you parlay Jalen Turner, the t- minus 285, with the Bo Nickel by sub. Oh, um, nice. To get nice. that juice down. I do like Jalen Turner uh, inside the distance at minus 170. I think that's also a good play. Um, and then also Jalen Turner by KO. I just lost it. Plus 175. So um, yeah. my concern about the KO is. I think he could sum- submit him. I don't think he he's could. a wrestler oh, oh, and all that, man. but he could submit him. Absolutely um, good. So I think you just take him inside the distance at the minus, and you you parlay it, or you just do it straight up and say, you know what, I'm just going to do a single bet. Yeah, I know. Well, no, I, I like your your first move. Parlay him at minus two eighty five because honestly, to take him by finish, it's not guaranteed against Hooker. Hooker's tough. I something say his chin is shot, but you know. I think if you're only going to get him by finish at minus 170, like, I don't know. I, I like parlaying minus 285 with a bow nickel sub. I like that. Yep. I like it too. I like it too. Just do that. That would be a, uh, so if you take Jalen Turner inside the distance and bow nickel sub, you get to plus 134. Boom. I love it, man. I love that. I like it a lot. Let's do it. Oh, I don't know what's going on with this fight man it's it's kind of hard for me to listen to to be honest and i'm interested in what you have to say about drinkus man i i don't I just don't know how you make this seem like it's gonna be a close fight i really don't i went back and i watched drinkus's fight against uh brunson and drinkus was finished like two to three different times in the fight and i guess props to him he hung in there and he stuck it out and got the win right but Brunson is fucking, what was he, 39 years old? I just think, yeah, Drakus has been running through guys. He's, he's made a, a beautiful run for himself. Nice streak of wins. But all of a sudden, you find yourself against Bobby fucking Knuckles, man. I just, I don't see how this is close in any way. I truly don't. And I think the biggest thing for me is technique, right? Robert Whitaker is a championship caliber striker and championship caliber middleweight. That's what he is. That's what he's always been. Drakus has just kind of found him in this spot because he's, uh, you know, put together a nice streak. But his skill set, I'm sorry, nowhere near Whitaker. Nowhere near him. I I think he's going to bite on every feint that Whitaker has for him. And I think Whitaker's going to get him out of there. I think Whitaker's going to knock him out. Uh, The gas tank. It doesn't even need to be said with Drakus. Like after two rounds, one and a half rounds, he just looks like a complete idiot throwing strikes. And I think uh, Whitaker's going to capitalize on that and get him out of there, man. There's nothing else I could say. So Bobby Knuckles uh, straight up in a parlay at minus 410. Yup. I've actually already parlayed Bobby Knuckles by KO at plus 125. Um, so, you know, depends how you feel about the situation because – I've been hearing some wild shit about, you know, Drikas is going to make this a fight. Don't underestimate Drikas. I think they're just trying to sell the fight, man. What do you think? Uh, I agree with everything you said. So uh, I guess take a step back. That Drikas fight, I believe, was when you and I were at the encore for the John Jones fight, right? Oh, did we Against see Brunson? him? Was that? Yeah. Uh, I can't, I'm not sure. It was a pretty, uh, it was pretty hammered that night. I, 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 I'm not sure it was, man. I think it might. I'm gonna look this up right now because I want to say it was because we had a parlay that Drikus was integral in, and we were like, we are so lucky. That oh, we well, I do remember that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because we did go hard on Drikus, and I think we took him by finish. Yep, well. yep. Jo- Jones versus Scott. Yep, <laughs> yep, yep, yep. <laughs> Um, oh, and I, I remember I turned to you and I said, Drakus is on my unbettable list after that. <laughs> exactly. Um, when you see a performance like that, man, you're like, okay, they, I, I cannot bet this guy again. I can't do it. And then you find him up against one of the best middleweights, uh, in the world. And you say, yeah. well, fuck, not only can I, how do I fade him in the hardest possible way? Right. And I think it's probably by KO. If you want to pick around, go ahead. But I, I don't know, man. So what what are you thinking? How do you play this? I'm taking Whitaker inside the distance. Um, here's my concern. Whitaker is the better fighter. Whit- Whitaker should finish him. The one who's hyping the fight up the most, in my opinion, is Whitaker. He's like, yeah. oh, you know, everyone's sleeping on this guy. You know, You're he's correct. got nothing to lose and all that. Correct. And it's all true because Rodriguez goes in there and beats Robert Whitaker. That's awesome. Whitaker's career could be over at that point. Yeah, to be honest yeah with for you. sure. Yeah. Um, here's my concern. The oh, beef boy. that Rodriguez has with Izzy, I feel like... They're trying to set up an Izzy Drikas fight. No doubt. I don't want to see that. I don't think anyone that actually is a fan of the UFC wants to see it. 
no I think if Whitaker wins, they're gonna make Whitaker fight Cannoneer for the number one contender spot to see who fights Izzy next because they both fought Izzy and they both lost. Oh, nobody, so, nobody wants to see that. Nobody. I think the UFC wants Drikus because it's someone Izzy hasn't fought yet. They're going back and forth on Twitter. And I just, I, I don't know. I, I don't like Drikus. I actually hope he gets KO'd and just never steps in front of the octagon again. Octagon again. I don't know if you watched the press conference, but he kind of got up in Robert Whitaker's face, and you just heard the fans basically turn on him, man. When he oh, did that, yeah, you're like, yeah, you yeah. don't get in this motherfucker's face, dude. You're <laughs> nobody, and you're, you're facing Robert Whitaker, all right? Know your role. Yeah. yeah. Now, I now I 100% agree with you, right? The UFC wants Drikus. They would sell the shit out of that, right? The Battle of Africa, right? They, they would love that. And the UFC certainly does not want something like you just said, <laughs> you know, Whitaker versus Cannoneer for – a shot against Izzy again. Nobody wants that, right? But I feel so strongly in the discrepancy and skill set between these two fighters, Drikus and Whitaker, that they cannot give Drikus the decision. They cannot because it'll be so obvious. You know what I mean? That's how strongly I feel. I totally, I, I totally agree with you. The narrative, they want it to happen, but it's, it, it, no, it's not happening. So I'm, uh, yeah, this is one I'm 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 probably gonna unload more than I should on Whitaker. What I've already um, taken is Robert Whitaker, or sorry, the fight to go under two and a half rounds. Under two and a half? Yeah, it was like minus one sixty, I believe. Oh, okay, okay. So, um, I'm already loaded up on that, but I'm I'm probably gonna load up a little too much on Robert Whitaker. So uh, we'll we'll see how the night ends. Yeah. All right. All right. Yeah, this is gonna be a good one. This is gonna be a good one. All right. Speaking of good one, uh, this is a it's a great co-main. It's a great co-main event, man. Brandon Moreno against Alejandro Pantoja. And uh, look, I, I I I'm sure you've heard it, man. The odds, kind of weird, bro. Kind of weird, but kind of makes sense, I guess, at the same time, right? Pantoja has beat Moreno twice, and he's coming in in a plus one seventy underdog. Really, um, the five round fight means something. I do believe it means something. I do. Moreno has had plenty of five-round experience <laughs> in his career. The whole Figueredo thing. I, I, I was a fan of it. You know, I, I liked it. It was entertaining. And he got a shitload of that uh, five-round experience. You know, but Pantoja has not had that, to say the least. Um, I'm big on Pantoja. Yeah, I am. I think he's the better fighter. I think he's the better fighter, and I think he's got a raw fucking deal. While Moreno and Figgy had their thing for fucking three years, Pantoja's just been beating top-level guys, and I, I I think he's better than Moreno. And I'm I'm not just saying that because he's he's beat him twice already. Like I think he's more dangerous than Moreno. Now, for me, it becomes okay. Does Pantoja finish Moreno in rounds one, two, or three? You know, does he do that? Does he? If so, how does that happen? You know, I, I, I don't I don't know that that's going to happen. And if that's not going to happen, then, you know, Moreno might just run away with it in the later rounds. Maybe. Right. But for me, look, if you could take Pantoja at plus 170, 170, I would do that straight up, straight up. No need to parlay it. No need to get cute. No need to look at props. Straight up at 170. Why not? That's a great price, I feel. So that's that's what I'm going to do. He's already in a couple parlays for me, uh, Pantosha, but there's going to be another money line straight up bet just because uh, you can't beat that price. So that's that's how I'm rolling. Um, I don't hate anything you said. I am on the opposite end, though. So everything you make sense, Pantosha plus 170. I, I would have liked to see this at a minus 110, minus 110 type. So you're getting yeah, Pantosha yeah. at plus 170. It's tough not to take him. I will be taking Brandon Moreno. Um, straight up? Straight up. Straight up. I'm not going to get cute. It's going to be yeah. straight up Brandon Moreno. And here's here's my rationale uh, wise. I do not put any faith into the two losses to Pandosia, uh historically because one was the ultimate fighter season 24 in 2016. Um, that means nothing to me. The ultimate fighter. Really? Yeah, agreed. Don't care. Um, other one, I'll give it to you. Loss, UFC Fight Night 129. 2018, Brandon Moreno is definitely a different fighter than he is uh, yeah. was in 2018. I agree. I agree. Um, 
I will push back on your strength of schedule though here. Who do you think Pantoja has really, you said top tier, who was who he beaten? I mean, Brandon Royval, uh, borderline top tier in my opinion. No, in, in the weight class, he's absolutely top tier, Brandon Royval. Uh, how do you feel about Manel Cap? I like Manel Cap, but I don't think he's that top tier. For, like, for the weight class, they, they, I mean, that's, that's the upper echelon for sure. Um, right. Now, so, he, did, so not, he didn't. He hasn't. He hasn't fought in Kaikara France. Kaikara France is ranked four. Amir Obazi's ranked yeah, five. It's not Roy even. It's, it's not even an argument that I, I I want to argue because it's not even. You know, I, I don't. I, it's it's not a. You're making a, a fair point on the schedule, right? My and, and you also made a fair point on uh, Pantoja beating him twice, meaning nothing. I agree with both of those things, actually. For me, I just believe Pantoja is the more dangerous fighter than Moreno. That's what I believe. I, I think he is more dangerous. I think he's a better boxer. His power is greater than Moreno, no doubt. He packs more power in his punch. He's better on the ground. Like, he's a more dangerous fighter. That's what I believe. Fuck it that they beat him twice already. Fuck the schedules. I just think he's a better fighter. Now, is he, is he a better fighter throughout five rounds? I don't know. I don't know that. Uh, so I don't know. That's, that's how I feel. Yeah. And again, I don't hate it. I'll, I'll be on Moreno here. Um, I think I might take Moreno by decision to just to get the plus plus one fifty, And I might even take Panjo Pantoja yeah. by decision at plus plus four fifty, and just hope for the middle. Oh, <laughs> like <laughs> what, what is fight? I mean, what's fight to go the distance here? Minus minus one fifteen. Neither one of these guys have been finished. Am I, am I correct in saying that? Uh, I know that Pantoja has not been. Wouldn't be surprised. The same for Moreno. Moreno's yeah, lost Moreno all decision. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's um, not bad. That's not bad. So fight to go. The decision is pro probably the actual play for me. I am gonna play uh, Moreno. And again, I agree with everything you said. My biggest takeaway is Pantoja is interim champ from beating Alex Perez. Nah. nah. Yeah, Pancho's yeah, yeah. is nasty, but I think everyone and his mother knew he was going to fucking destroy Alex Perez. Yeah, 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 yeah. I get, I get that. I get that. I don't disagree with any of that. I, I'm, I'm, I'm fucking excited for this one. Really, am. Yes. yes. Speaking of excited, oh shit, is Volk down to minus three seventy five at this point? So this would have been as of noon today, but I can tell you, I'm looking at them live, and they've fucking shifted all over the place. So hey, oh, okay. So we got Volkanovski going up against Yaya Rodriguez. I've had some mixed feelings on this one, bro. In the beginning, I saw I'm super high on Volk, man. He truly is one of the best fighters that's ever going to do it. And man, the hate on this guy early in his career after the whole fucking Max Holloway thing, like fucking ridiculous i'm glad to see him get the respect that he deserves and he's damn good like the islam fight it was just proof like this guy arguably won right beat islam makachev and like he's just he's just so well-rounded man he's just so fucking good at first i thought this Yair Rodriguez, look, he's fun to watch. Go ahead, show me the fucking Korean zombie knockout again with the upward elbow and the fucking, you know. I just don't know if this cute shit is going to work with a guy like Volk. And I'm sorry, that's the best way I can describe Yair. He, he, he throws a lot of cute shit, you know, um, very unpredictable, which I think is good for a guy like Volk. But I think you need, I, I don't know. My thoughts, JB, was at first they're trying to just make this fight interesting and say, yeah, yeah, super dangerous, he's super blah, 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 which he is, man. I, I, he, he's good, right? But you need to be tremendously special to beat Volk. You need to be elite to beat Volk. And I don't think that's Yaya Rodriguez. That's, that's my take. That's my take. So what do you do? Um, does Volk finish him? I think probably not. Uh, I smell a decision here from Volkanovsky, but I think at minus 375, look, as long as it's not like minus 450 or minus, you know, that's the way I thought he was going. But if this goes lower, you know, minus 375 and minus 350, great. Uh, throw Volk in a parlay. Why not parlay him, in fact, with a little bone nickel sub and Jalen Turner, for fuck's sake? I don't know. Got to think about that. But. I, I I would like to take a stab at y Yair in the situation. I would like to, but I can't. I can't justify it. What do you think? 
I think they're on completely different levels. I think Volk wins this easily. Now, I don't know if he finishes him, but yeah. if it's a decision, it's going to be a very easy decision. Yeah. Um, I, again, I, I am so confident on Volk and Robert Whitaker that, like, if yeah. anyone wants to fade yeah. me, just fucking take Yair and Drikas and have a fucking day. Yeah, like, I, I, I'm with you. I'm with you, man. 110%. Like I, there, there's going to be so many parlays with Jalen Whitaker and Volk involved with them that if those three lose, my night's going to be absolutely ruined. So, um, I'll leave it at that. I don't think I'm going to get cute with it. I think I'm just going to take Volk straight up. Yeah. I don't know if he finishes Yair yeah, because Yair yeah, is a tough motherfucker, and I think he, he is. is a great fighter. I just exactly. think we're on like Volk, in my opinion, beat Makachev. I know it's a yeah. question. I know it's a question. So, in my opinion, Volk is, you know, take John Jones out of the argument, pound for pound, number one. Yep. Yep, agreed. Yair is not even top five, in my opinion. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, what you're saying makes complete sense, including Yair probably doesn't get finished. You know, tough, tough, tough dude. He's going to have the the Mexican crowd behind him, man. Probably does not get finished. Probably. I'm not saying definitely. But yeah, straight up, Volk, don't get cute with it. Minus 375, great price, in my opinion. I think so, too. I think so, too. Very excited for this card and also oh very God, excited man. because oh I, I'm, I'm going over Joey's house for this fight. So hell yeah, there's going to be uh, that Brandon Moreno Pantoja fight might get a little dicey, <laughs> uh, but I think we're on the same side of a lot of other things. So just that Moreno Pantoja fight might be like you might have to go. I'll watch it outside. You can watch it inside or something like that. I don't know. That's the only Dude, that's, that's going to be. Yeah, that's going to be intense, bro. That that fight we're going to have to separate. Other than that, we should have fun together. <laughs> um, but things making, you know, you mentioned things making sense. I mean, let's just, let's just make sense of your parlay here that you, that you okay. sent me a message. Out. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll tell you what, when you are offered a $5 free wager, free money, bro, what the fuck? You better throw a Hail Mary with that free money. And you know what I did? And this is, this is looking all right, man. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, okay. We got a four, five, six, seven legger. If my math is correct, uh, a seven leg parlay, which is the perfect blend of spice, in my opinion. You got a little MLB to kick off the first three uh, or two legs anyway. Miami Marlins minus one and a half. They won, I think, by 12 to 13 runs in that game. Lock. Texas Rangers, of course, they're going to beat the Sox. Lock. Now it gets interesting. I know. My, even my dog is excited. We have... The male winner to win by 10.25 to 15 hot dogs plus 300. Cash it. Cash it, bro. Followed by a little Houston Astros. And now we got Whitaker by KO, Pantoja, and Volk to finish off this beautiful, potentially 8.8 unit parlay. And I want to frame this, JB, because it's just the perfect blend. And admittedly, every time I see that male winner to win hot dogs thing, I just giggle. I giggle like a little schoolgirl and laugh. It makes me happy. Yeah, you know, I, I thought I was bad betting on the hot dog contest. But then when you bet the margin of victory at the hot dog contest, <laughs> that's that's where I, I, I draw the line. And I, I parlay it for fuck's sake. <laughs> This is a great. I, I like this parlay, and again, the only thing I disagree with is the Pantoja. So we're we're really going to have to be on opposite ends of the room during. The yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Uh, this this, this parlay means a lot to me, as you can imagine. So don't fuck with me in that Pantoja fight. So and again, I wouldn't cash out free bet here. You know, cash out a five a seventy two with a potential win of eight eighty doesn't make sense. What is your philosophy on cashing out though? Um, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a great question, man. It's a great question. Look, if the remaining legs. Uh, let me just make this up off the top of my head. If the remaining leg or legs involve something that is, um, I'm going to say plus 300 or more or higher, right? Cash out, cash out. You know what I mean? Cause it's all about probability, right? So if you are going to cash out, but then it, again, it depends. What did you bet? What did you wager? What'd you put at risk? And what's the payout, right? There are multiple levers and variables here, right? But for me, if you got a seven-legger, for example, right, and we get to – I think it's a great example. What if we get to Pantoja, right? If we get to that fight and I see that cash out at what? Um, I don't know, 200-something? Would I cash out, you know, a, a, a 250 right, for a $5 free money wager? That'd be tempting. That'd be tempting. You know what I mean? Um, but then if we are talking about free money – 
the man inside of me says, don't be a fucking pussy. It wasn't even your money. Let this motherfucker ride, you know? So I think the free money comes into play as well. There's a lot of variables, JB. Yeah, there's there's a constant battle. Um, and I, I had a battle this past weekend. Um, been betting tennis, as we all know. Um, <laughs> and, I, and I had a $100 bonus bet. And I did a 13-leg parlay with that $100 uh, bonus bet. Um, the payout would have been $52,000. Oh Jesus Christ! Um, at one point throughout the day, I checked, and a bunch of them had hit. I think you know four, five, six of them had hit, and the cash out was at eight eighty one. Okay, I decided not to cash out. Mm. The parlay did not hit, and here's my rationale: eight eighty one allows me to live another day in the gambling world. Fifty-two thousand dollars allows me to say "fuck you" in the game. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. That makes sense. That and makes I sense, right? Think that's where you need to weigh in on, like, what is the potential you can walk away with? And again, to your point, it was a bonus bet, so it was like it wasn't even real money anyway. So what's yes. the point? Yeah, for for sure, for sure. I I think the bonus bet, if it's not real money, let the motherfucker ride. But you, I think you you speak the truth, right? How does it change your situation? <laughs> and the answer to that question will guide. You're a cash out or not to cash out. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, we ready for some breaking news here? What do we got? Yeah, I don't know. What, what, what is what is the what is oh look at the graphics? Oh UFC 292 coming to Bean Town, baby. So uh we're going. Oh no. Did you go back to buying parlay? It's beautiful. Yeah, I, I know. I did, I did, I did, I did. <laughs> Dude, 292. We are just over a month away, bro. It's gonna yes. be a fucking week man and uh we're just not going we got a rafter studio so uh <laughs> get this fucking thing so for the those familiar with the td garden um it, it's high up there but the studio we have is basically for those going to hockey and would be right over the bruins b logo it's oh, my understanding yeah. that is exactly where the octagon is going to be so we're going to be look, looking directly down into the octagon um and it's leather couches which is huge oh, yeah. for a like six hour pay-per-view event in my oh opinion. yeah 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 huge uh, there'll be food, private bartender, private bathroom. Um, 20 tickets. Don't have 20 Dude. friends. Balling. Balling. So, uh, we'll see. We'll see who's going to join us. If anyone wants to come, you know, shoot me a message. Dude, can uh, we invite Dale? I did invite Dale. So oh, I did, did invite Dale. Um, he said he had to run up by a couple people. He thought it was going to be a busy weekend, but he thought the offer was very generous. Um, but he was going to get back. And I have not heard back from him. All right. I, can um, find, can find I also did invite our boy, Yuri. Oh, um, yeah. Um, the Russian polar bear, but he is training for his current fight, so we'll not be able to make it. I got to love the dedication, man. That's why That's why we're sponsors. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and again, like, how do you start off a good night before you go to the garden? Hmm. Let's, go, let's go to the Kowloon and Saugus, oh, my friend. Yeah, while it's still there, the legendary Kowloon, man. It's a fucking landmark on Route 1, bro. That's how you're going to kick a night like this off, bro. Yeah, you do. <laughs> All right, we are just over an hour, which is not bad for a pay-per-view event. Yeah, not um, bad. I do not have the year-to-date slides. I will be honest, my year-to-date is terrible. <laughs> I, I do not have it because I made these slides at noon today, and I wasn't going to text you and ask me for your little fucking screenshot. So I said, fuck it. Well, um, hey, I, hey, life is good over here, brother. Life is good. Plus eight units last month. I'm, I'm putting together my, my strategy. I'm putting together my mojo, man. So what you need to do is refresh your picket, though. Because if you refresh your picket, I don't need to talk to you about it. I can just ah. look at it. Oh, you got to teach me these tricks of the trade, bro. Fuck. Yeah, you just open picket and it refreshes for you. All right. It's all very right. difficult. Enough, enough, enough. <laughs> all right. So what have we learned? We got to get back in the saddle here. We got to start doing podcasts more often. No, no yes. more of this two-month-off bullshit. No more bullshit, bro. No more bullshit. Hey, it's like we always said in the very beginning. If anything, let's give ourselves a fucking break. Sip a little port wine, you know, maybe sip a little Heineken if you're feeling crazy and just fucking shoot the shit, man. That's why we did this in the first place. So understood life happens, right? But how do we respond to that? We fucking log into Restream with multiple sets of credentials and about 15 different clicks and we do the damn thing. It's really not that difficult. And to that end, I do have a challenge I will throw out to you. You don't have to answer me this week, but you have to answer me next week. What do you got? What do you got? When is the Joey show going to be? <laughs> it's a great question, man. And what, for mean... those for those who don't know, like <laughs> the posts, the links, the slide decks, the posting on Spotify, all that. That's your boy JB. Okay. 
we're we're gonna we're gonna make Joey learn the ropes. And I told him, listen, one week it's just your show. And if if we if we talk for an hour on a blank screen, the people will know. <laughs> the people will know. I think uh, the the audience might notice a slight decrease in quality from the social media posts to the actual recording. They might. They, I just say, folks might know when it's Joey week. So the answer to the question is. Uh, People will know. You'll just know. This is Joey Week, and you should be so privileged to have tuned in to such a historic moment. Okay. Okay. I like it. I like it. It's going to be a <laughs> shitty show. Noted. All right, my friend. Well, it's been fun. I will see you in uh, about 48 hours here as we watch UFC. And any last words? Hell yeah. We got to find out what we're smoking, man. Uh, and I mean the Traeger. I'm thinking brisket. I'm thinking pulled pork. We got to take this to a, a side text conversation, but uh, man, I'm looking forward to the weekend. This is a hell of a pay-per-view. It's going to be nice to get back in the saddle. Nice to stay positive throughout the entire evening because we're on the same side for most of these picks, man. And God help us for the Moreno Pantoja fight. That's all I can say. Pray for us and uh, stay positive. Be well, all. All right. Peace. still alive i have no idea how to edit end the event and <laughs> you make fun of me for not remembering how to log in dude we can't even end the goddamn podcast no and in all seriousness they move shit around like how the fuck dude push ask? push the in big red stop button where do you see that asshole see if this was the joey show this would be smooth top-notch production quality closure to the show but instead oh i found it i found it end stream